astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Today we are talking about Sagittarius season. So Yay! I can't believe we're already to this point in the year. It's a celebratory season, isn't it? Yes. Jupiter is like, get happy. Get happy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we'll be talking about um, all things Sagittarius, what Sagittarius has to look forward to. We'll be touching on the tarot cards as well. And then we'll be talking a lot about uh, what the moon's doing because yeah. we have to touch base on the eclipse season that we've already touched on, but mm-hmm. we're here at it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll go into we're December as well and talk about the next yes, full moon. Exactly. So before we get into our talk today, we are going to hear from one of our sponsors. Hi there, mom and me astrology family. My name is Nicole. I'm born and raised in Las Vegas, and I'm a fellow Aries. If you are looking for a sweet treat for your friends and family special event or your next holiday party this season, I have you covered. I specialize in custom cakes, cupcakes, cookie kits, cocoa bombs, cake pops, and much, much more. Treats can be picked up or delivered in the Las Vegas Henderson area. Do you have an idea? Great! Or if you need one, we've got you covered. You can visit me on Instagram, search for love at first bite LV, and you'll see my treats. Message me for inquiries, pricing, and availability, and let me know mom and me sent you. I look forward to connecting with you and helping your sweet treat visions come to life. Okay, welcome back. So you just heard from Nicole. She has lots of sweet treats for you covered for the holiday season you know what and I know Nicole and she has very high standards so I I can only imagine how tasty how attractively packaged um, all of her products would be so yeah, I, I ordered some of the cocoa bombs last year. So you've oh, had them. Oh, yeah. We, we had oh, them at Christmas. I didn't know those she were done hers. Those. Oh, fabulous. Um, they were great. And so she does the cocoa bombs and she puts them in mugs and then kind of like oh. wraps them with cellophane. So it's like. It's a beautiful presentation. Yeah. Absolutely beautiful. And she's local. She's local here in the Las Vegas Valley. So she is. I don't think she ships, but. Uh, she doesn't. So, so it's pick up or drop off okay. um, in the Las Vegas Henderson area. Perfect. So let's get into Sagittarius season. So let's talk about, um, well, first it's a fire sign. Yes. Um, And let's talk about what they're represented by, because it's this half man, half horse. Yeah, they're they're called centaurs. Uh, Half man, half horse. And yes, that does suggest on some level a deeply maybe wild spirit. Right. And yet half man, so some rational energy about him. You know, Sagittarius is a mutable sign, so we have some vacillation, right? Absolutely. One, they might also have a hard time of feeling like, do I really fit into this group? Where they might be like hanging out with them, they might be working in that environment, but truly see themselves as different. They certainly may, and it may fall fall into this idea that, uh, and I have a good friend, I mean, I'm going back into the 80s now. Okay. Her name was Sheila, and... uh, 
you know, she was a Sagittarius and she was always on the edge of the party, literally. So if we're having a gathering, you come in the room and everyone's sitting down and chatting, she would stand, she'd be on the edge. And, you know, it was oftentimes, Sheila, sit down, sit down with us. And you know what? She says, no, no, I like standing. I like standing. And then she actually said, because if I, if I decide I want to leave, I can just okay. leave. I can just walk <laughs> to the door and get out. You know what I mean? It was just she had this great need. And she was very much into her car. And she drove a luck car that was very unique at the time. Okay. And uh, very small and compact. And she'd be driving down the street with her ha- hand out the s- ceiling of the car. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The Waving roof, at yeah. everybody. Exactly. And now it's very common, but then it was like, whoa, look at that. Sheila. But anyhow, the point is they like to be on the go. They're generally the type of friend that you said, hey, do you want to go here? Are you available? Can we go there? You know, they're they're more apt to, you know, consider it. Road trip. Yeah, I agree. I think they like make great passengers or like they need passengers. Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) Beep, beep. The bus becomes the bus, so to speak. Yeah. Well, they have this whole thing of traveling. Traveling to, get this, it's more, it doesn't, that sounds boring. Oh, they like to get out there and run around. Okay. But it's really traveling to their future. Mm. So oftentimes we'll find Sagittarius make a major move in their life where, again, geographical moves, but also philosophical moves. From something they grew up with to now believing or subscribing to something quite different. And that's part of that traveling now just in their thinking. Yeah. It's pretty interesting when you, Sagittarius, just think about that. Right. So we talked about like the half man, half horse, but also kind of in short, they are represented by the arrow. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. Right. Which is where we're getting like this idea of like the travel is that with the arrow, it's the arrow is starting at one point and it's traveling to the next point. Yeah, into the future. Yeah. And that's what their whole motion is about, literally, generally, and also just philosophically, a shift, a travel. So, of course, they're very they're very open to learn. Teach me. Show me. What do you know? Yeah. Or they make great teachers as well. Oh, yeah. Yes, facilitating it. Uh, I think they also can have what, and most people may not relate to the word conversion, But I think they generally have a conversion experience in their life, you know, where they could maybe go back to the year where, wow, yeah, I really changed that, that, that person affected my thinking, that, that teacher, something. So they're kind of interesting people to find out what that uh, turning point is or was. Yeah. Where they might look back and have just very extreme points in their life or people in their life that contributed to that. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they do have a tendency to lean towards matters of justice or feel like they've been uh, unjustly accused. They're really uh, sensitive to that fulcrum of balance of what's fair and what's not, what's ethical and what's not ethical. Right. So they're ruled by Jupiter, Mm -hmm. which is where we can, Jupiter brings in the justice system. Right. Right. It brings in the legal side of things about what's right, what's wrong. Mm -hmm. So that's where we can even get into the idea of them being great professors them being great teachers, um, but also being very sensitive to what you're talking about, like that right versus wrong. Right versus wrong. They're probably more into diversity or they hold very strong opinions about diversity. Right. (laughs) uh, Than the average person. Right. 
Um, so we talk about that idea of the arrow about them liking to travel, but I think mm. most people, when you talk to them, like, oh, I love to travel. Yeah, it's yeah, becoming you know, a lot very. Of people say that. I'm thinking, <laughs> yeah. do you really? You know. Right. <laughs> sometimes I, I think I like to, but I like just a certain type of travel. Yeah. But comfortable travel. Absolutely. <laughs> That's what I'm into. Yeah. But we're thinking like Sagittarius, they have at least one major life-changing move. At least, exactly. And some could have multiple. Some could really be detached from literally where they grew up. Yeah. But I think the biggest thing that we haven't mentioned that everyone like Jupiter is associated with some sort of financial success in life. Mm -hmm. Certainly some level of comfort, some level of, oh, yes, I got to go to Europe. Oh, yes, I'm, you know, that type of thing where whether it's thought up on their own or whether that's just what is offered to them. Right. So there's a lot of luck, yeah. a lot of luck, or maybe, maybe we could say is it an innate optimism that they have? Oh, maybe. That, you know, g- generates that, you know, the chicken and the egg type of thing. I'm not saying that every Sagittarius is a multimillionaire. No. But I am saying that they, considering their circumstances, oh, yeah. I think they can find really good situations. Yes. Or situations that take them out of maybe a pattern that they had been in. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. But that's that that openness to be changed, to have a teacher affect you, to have a coworker teach you, a boss. Or the idea of going that distance because there is, you have to feel uncomfortable to get out of it, right? You might, it might be a path that no one else in your family has done. None of your friends are doing it and you're kind of the first one doing it on your own so mm-hmm. there is some discomfort that they must feel in order to do that right it's a fire sign yeah all fire signs have some level of courage right risk right you may not think of it that's the great thing as a sagittarius you may not even think of it as a big risk you know you can be almost naive sometimes about the situation <laughs> like it could go bad but oh i never even considered that yeah well i think i've talked about this before about like you know leo and aries I think when people say fire signs, those are the ones that come to their yeah, mind. They, yes. And Sagittarius, sometimes that's, okay, what's the third one, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's not, I don't think, as apparent, mm-hmm. even in the people, mm-hmm. as your Leos and your Aries. Because it's fluctuating. Yeah. I can think of another Sagittarius back in the day when I lived in Des Moines, and uh, she had heard of something. It was called uh, Disney World. Okay. Disney <laughs> World. There's that something going down in Florida. Disney World. Disney was going to be this... Okay. Not really, really dating, but that's right. what it was. I remember sitting in the living room of this gathering we had, and she's talking about this Disney World is going to be built, and I think that's where the future is. And she was a airline stewardess at the time we yeah. called them, you know, and so she, uh, very she wanted to be based already. out of there, right? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So there we go. So anyhow, it was just interesting that uh, Sagittarius are on to something at distance, right? The and- Holy Grail, you know. Yeah, we didn't even talk about it from like a standpoint of like them shopping, mm-hmm. but you know they might be really good at picking out like, oh, these are the best flowers, or these this is the best chocolate that oh, they yes. can be onto something before it's mainstream, and they could be trying to convert other people that oh you oh, have to try you. this. Thank you. Yeah, they can be preachers, proselytizers, and they can influence people. Yes, right. because of that, they're always looking for. The truth, we would say on a larger level, they're looking for the truth, but as, you know, the best chocolate, the best of whatever they're looking for. Right. Those could be the people that sit around and talk about how, like, their car is, like, the best because of all these different safety features. and The best wine. Yeah. Yeah. 
So lifelong searchers. Mm-hmm. Lifelong searchers. That's a good one. Um, so before we get into the moon talks, let's talk about what Sagittarius's have to look forward to. So we're talking about Jupiter. Uh, Jupiter went direct here and it's heading for your fourth house of home. Right. So you should be expecting some nice upgrades around the home or nice things around family. Yes. And it went direct in about mid-October. Uh, and I always say once that plan goes direct, it's, you're starting to see the good stuff show up already, but, uh, improvements in the home environment, obvious things, upgrades of some sort, but think of it beyond your house, your home address. Think of it as to where you hang out for the majority of people. That's sometimes work. I hang out a lot of hours there. So look for enhancements, improvements. If there's anything you thinking that I'd like to ask for this, or I wonder if I could, they would approve me doing this or approve this, go for it because you have a lot of universal support right now for upgrades, improvements in where you hang out. You know, if you need a new office chair, ask, Hey, I I need a new office chair. This one isn't working. You know what I mean? Ask for it. Now that's really stupid little things, but you know, those are important things as well to be comfortable. Yeah. If you've been trying to get an upgrade around work, getting a new job, this could be like that idea of like upgrades around home. Like, oh, I'm getting a new office. I'm getting a new place to show up to work. Well, and speaking of which, we have our our lovely, my daughter-in-law, Erica, just landed a new position and uh, she's going to, it's, and it's an improvement. Yeah. It's an improvement for her. Well, Uh, she also got new floors in her kitchen. So it's like, there's, she's already yeah, demonstrating. She's, already, she's our poster child this yeah. month for, <laughs> right. for Sagittarius. So yeah, good things are happening and also very good for family in general. Yeah. Travel to see family, uh, you know, embracing family, creating family, you know, very strong energy uh, with that fourth house yeah. influence. So I'm saying Sagittarius is, hey, you're in good shape. Right. Okay, so from here, let's talk about the um, the new moon. Mm-hmm. So we've done an entire episode on this by itself, mm-hmm. but yes, we, we are did. now as this is being launched. We're November eighth. Pretty... It came out. Oh, the um, ap- the last mm-hmm. episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to hear more about it, you can go back and listen to the episode on November November eighth. But now we're a little bit closer to this new moon on December fourth. It's going to be happening at twelve degrees of Sagittarius. So we thought let's just talk about it. Again, because this is a reminder, right? Because you hear something a month in advance, 90 days in advance, and you think, I'm going to remember this. Yes. And, then... and, 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 and you'll see, we, we need to talk about things in advance. Yeah. I mean, being a, a Monday morning quarterback, so to speak, as an astrologer, well, of course, you're always right then. Yeah. You can, and many do take the headlines and after the fact say, oh, yeah, that happened because, and then they point to astrology. Well, the key, I think, of every astrologer is to get to the point that you talk about it before it happens. Right. Right? To get people on alert. Right. So they can work with the energy. Right. So I don't know if we spent a lot of time talking about this um, on that November 8th episode. But, so we have the new moon. We are in eclipse season. So yes. that's why this is even stronger because the energy can be a little bit more hectic, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. a little bit more fast paced. So just to clarify that it's a new moon, mm-hmm. but it's an eclipse on the same date. So that Im- really emboldens, empowers it. Yep. Um, it will be happening at 12 degrees of Sagittarius, which mm-hmm. when we look to uh, the U S chart, mm-hmm. the chart of the USA, it will be conjuncting our ascendant, which mm-hmm. 
you know, some people might know as like the R rising sign. Right. It's going to be hitting it right there. Um, That's a big deal. Uh, 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 A new moon, a solar eclipse right on your ascendant means there's some new beginning. Yeah. Here. Uh, There's something that is, uh, you know, we're kicking off a new chapter. Right. I might add just, just historically, yes, this happened before. This happened back in 2002, 2003. Um, the fall of 2002 and going into January, February of 2003. And at that time, we were reeling from 9-11 as mm-hmm. a country. Right. And the, I think well, the big thing was the uh, Homeland, Department of Homeland Security was created. Right. So that's where we were, you know, back then, 2002. Here we are again. Now we're going through it as a country. Again, so yeah. what's happening? Right. How we, you know, we already put it out. There was a new beginning for the country. And what has happened that we know of at this point for sure is the um, infrastructure bill. Yep. Which is very, those who know basic astrology, and this is where it helps to know, take the class, learn about this. First house is action. You know, yep. I would think it's of, always think of a movie being produced and that clapper goes off action. Uh-huh. You know, Mars, do something, say something, take action. And here we are, looks like, sounds like we should be building, getting our hammers out and, and uh, building bridges and highways and repairing and fixing and things of that nature. That should, in theory... It's more than that, right, Kate? It should be. It's yeah. But no, it's psychologically. You oh. know, it affects the mood of the country when they see things being built and done and it restores a sense of we can do this. Absolutely. Well, I just think it's interesting that when we go back to that last um, time, 2002-2003, you said we're reeling from 9/11. Oh. You know, you could say now, 2020-2021, oh. we've been reeling from COVID yeah. and the effects oh. of that, and then we have this bill being approved, mm-hmm. right? That's going to hopefully, you know, make people start feeling more secure, which that's what the Homeland Security did, oh, right? That's true. Yeah, very and good. When people like, like what you said about the psychology of it, you know, when I drive down the strip, it's annoying that there's always construction, but you think, well, it, there's workers. It means that there's going to be more money coming, more potential for money coming into the city that obviously we're on the rise up if these people can, you know, continue to build. I always think like, wow, someone is very optimistic when right. I drive through and see these major construction projects, like, wow, people are really thinking there's a future here. Right. That's true. Yeah. So you look at something like Homeland Security, that wasn't just something, I mean, it was created, but it's something that's still... It's affected our life greatly. Right. It still runs. And so even just something like this that just got approved, it's not just like a one and done. It should be something that continues on past Mm -hmm. just, Mm -hmm. right, the month of the new moon. Right. And there probably is something going on with the Department of Homeland Security. Now we may, that might be a really undercover type of topic, but there probably is something going on with some sort of big budget items or some issues about supporting versus too much control. This has to be kind of a reassessing of that um, department, I suspect. Yeah. um, One thing that we didn't talk about, um, we've talked about it before about eclipse season Mm -hmm. and how eclipse um, many times royalty is born. Oh, thank you for bringing that up. Yes. Um, they are born or they pass away under the eclipse. Yes. And so if we go back to last year during the eclipse season. Spring, last spring. Spring, okay. And remind me who passed away. Prince, Prince Philip. Prince Philip. 
Yeah, and the queen's wife, her husband. Husband, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, oh yeah. my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And so now here we are in eclipse season. Again, yeah. I just need to say when we're recording this, we're recording November 8th. Okay. Right? Um, and as of now, Queen yeah. Elizabeth, right, is on, I don't want to say house arrest, but she's on bed rest. Bed rest, yeah. For her health. So right. obviously, you know, we hope that nothing horrible happens, but it would be in line about the idea that royalty you know, it's kind of birthed into eclipse season and can bow out during this time. So. And, and, you know, Queen Elizabeth is an easy one to pick on. Of course. But we have to keep that open. True. All world leaders. Yeah. Someone stepping down, being forced down, someone losing their power, not just from health perspective. So right. that's uh, I know. a big deal. Yeah. So um, just to kind of finish up this talk on the new moon here, um, we had brought up the 12 degrees because that was very pertinent in the U.S. chart, but the next five new moons will all be at 12 degrees of something. Yes. So I think we talked about that before, but if you have like your sun at 12 degrees, if your moon is at 12 degrees and important planets there, check it out that there should be some sort of transformation that you're going through between now and March, April of next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, this doesn't have to be horrible and i hope no. my friend oh, no no <laughs> the beauty of this kate is actually is it takes them through something right so you may say oh i'm a little nervous i'm here as we stand in november you say i'm, I'm unsure i don't know is this going to work you know oh by march you've you know you've taken the big step you're in you're yeah. solid again i'm going to give um an example of my friend oh, her good. son sits at 12 degrees oh. of um of gemini okay and she's you know, listens to the podcast and oh. she's messaging me. I'm, I'm kind of nervous. Like, what does this mean for me? Yeah. You know, and then in a few text messages later, she shares that she's thinking about getting rid of like her original website, which oh. is her name. Okay. You know, it was a company that she started with and she's since then built more companies around it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm texting her back, like mm-hmm. eyes rolling. Like, are you kidding me? Like yeah. that would be a transformation that we're letting go of you know, oh, a yeah. web domain that we created a business around. That's our name. Mm-hmm. And she has a lot of other projects going on. Right. But I thought sometimes we can't recognize it in our own life. It's so natural. It feels yes. the window. It seems like the obvious, most obvious thing to do. And so we do it. And then, you know, then when we sit back and, oh, yeah, that was a lot of change. But it, <laughs> it, because it's easy, because it makes so much sense to you, you're just kind of going with it, not thinking of it as profound Correct. you know the new moon is the, that concept of planting a new seed so yeah. whatever the reinvention is or how she wants to be seen on the web right great time well yeah and that's the idea she is she's eliminating things that she no longer wants to do and she's getting more dialed into how she wants to present herself she has a new school that she's working on so you know it all I think from the outside it all fits in but again as she's going through it even though she had just said like I'm worried about all this change and then literally you know within a few text messages starts talking about mm-hmm. all this change mm-hmm. that she's debating on or thinking about so you know change gets a bad rap change is the life blood change is the heart beating you know we we should as human beings everyone says they don't they resist change and yet gosh change is the best right <laughs> Right. So let's talk about, we're going to, it's going to sound like we're talking way ahead, but it's going to be about a month out by the time you hear this. We have to talk about the full moon. Um, It's going to happen December 18th at 27 degrees of Gemini. Right. Right. So, and again, I I mentioned it earlier, but this idea, we are talking, we know we're out about a month, but 
it's it's the moon it's 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 becoming full yeah so it means what we're doing now we're contributing and as we approach december 18th we have total clarity on it so it's a great time to begin something Mm-hmm. to move in the direction, looking for clarification. Could this work? Is this a good idea? Yeah. And we could be talking about some very simple things, even looking at color swatches, preparing for like, okay, are we going to paint the house? Are we not? What would we paint it? Two big, big decisions Absolutely. going on, particularly in relationships, getting clarity in relationships. Yeah. So if you were born between June 15th and June 21st, Mm-hmm. Um, this full moon will be conjuncting your sun. Yeah. Um, and also if you were born around um, December 16th through 22nd. Right. Yeah. Uh, really strong if you were born on the 19th. But. Yeah. Yeah. It's all centering around that December 19th birthday. But anyhow, you know, that's... Be aware if you've got birthdays in that range or children or siblings, spread the word. Right. <laughs> they really need to hear this because um, this should be a favorable full moon. And why do I say that? It's because it's trining Jupiter. Right. So if you have a planet at those, um, uh, those degrees around 27 Gemini, 27 Sagittarius, you should be in pretty good shape. Even if you had other things in your chart suggesting challenges, this would be something that would say, oh, probably, you know, encouraging news. Yeah, and I know you really like that um, degree 27. Um, 27, yeah. It, you know, I didn't learn about this. I'm embarrassed how many, you know, I was an astrologer for at least two decades before I learned about <laughs> the galactic center. You know, we talk about the black hole. Right. There's a black hole out there, and just a layman's interpretation has always been that it's just sucking. Like, you know, the idea that don't get near the black hole because you're just going to get sucked into something and you don't know what it is. Right. So um, this full moon is happening just directly opposite of the, the full moon. So it generally means very fast change. I sometimes think of the... Um, the bathtub drain, uh-huh. you know, when you're getting to that last bit of water and the water stacks up. It goes into the swirl, swirl, swirl. It's gone. Right. <laughs> so there's an orderliness at the end. First, there's this sense of, oh, change. The, the, the drain's open. All the water starts draining out. And then the water orders itself. Yep. Well, I, I'm using that because that's what this is going to do. This full moon. This full moon, exactly. That it kind of may be at first a surprise, a shift. Now, if you have a planet that's being affected by this, yeah, you're apt to have a change in your thinking. Some people might say an awakening or accelerated spiritual development. I think you have a personal story for this one. Oh my gosh. You know, this is very personal, but you know, when I went back and said, you know, the last time this happened was December of 2002. Well, to December 2002, my father passed and, um, you know what? He was fine. I'll say he had, yes, he had a diagnosis, but he was coping well with it. And then he announced pretty much right at Thanksgiving time. Uh, my brother had extended, obviously, anytime he wanted to come live with them, he could. Mm-hmm. And uh, he kind of announced it the week before, as I remember it, saying, you know what, I'm coming for Thanksgiving and I'm going to bring my suitcase and I'm moving in. And it was very like, uh, I don't know, just such clarity. Yep. And uh, pretty much he died within three weeks. 
He ordered his life. Things came together so miraculously at that point. And again, I'm going to say this, that he had a pleasant crossing. Mm -hmm. He had a pleasant transition. And I'm very grateful. Um, I had my cousin Mary was with me during that that last uh, 24 hours. And we witnessed a number of things together that we just, we were just shocked to see how he had orchestrated his passing. Anyhow, so it was. It could have been very ungrounding. If yeah. I was been by myself totally, I think I would have been very ungrounded. But having someone there to witness it with me and then to both connect and understand what we were seeing. So anyhow, that was an incredible experience that I had uh, the last time this happened. Because wow. again, this is uh, something that uh, happened again back in 2002 as well. Yeah. So, you know, that's a sad story, but... You know, the full moon makes things clear. It, it delivers the message. You can't miss it, right? Right. Rapid change, separations, um, you know, and it can be stressful. But at the same time, and if you think about that drain and mm-hmm. the water queuing up, in the end, it, it's, it's like uh, uh, it's deliberate. D- you yeah. know what I mean? It's, 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 it's meaning. Yeah. So that will be, now that we're both uh, yeah. watery-eyed, yeah. that will be yeah. the December 18th um, new moon at 27 degrees of Gemini. So um, again, although very, you know, very sad story that it yeah. can maybe happen in like the best way um, oh, possible. Oh yeah, I say when my father put some thought into that. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, you know, all the people that showed up at the right moment and, uh, uh, you know. And usually you think of that for like women, when women pass, that you think the women are a little bit more organized with yeah, their Yeah, and my father necessarily... was very organized about that. Yeah. And he went, and I want to say painlessly, it wasn't, you know, there was no trauma. Right. It was just, right. he orchestrated it beautifully. So we're going to switch gears a little bit. We are going to end with the two tarot cards for Sagittarius season. And, yeah. you know, we went back a little bit back and forth on this. Because um, I think the consensus is that temperance would be the Sagittarius card, and I think we both kind of disagree. Mm. We didn't, we weren't drawn to it. I should say. Yes, yes, <laughs> I agree. I agree. Yeah, I really uh, uh, like the Judgment card. Yeah, I think the Judgment card um, a lot of, it scares a lot of people when they see it. Yes. Um, it's a. It's a, depending on what deck you're looking at, but the Weight Rider deck is the angel blowing the horn yep and it looks like people kind of rising out of coffins yes um and putting their hands up towards the angel but it does suggest embracing a higher level of consciousness it's a traveler they're they're ready to travel take us beyond our limited spheres of a coffin right so spiritual awakenings spiritual we can talk about just being open to a new course of study Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, I, mm-hmm. I was raised in a family where mm-hmm. no one went to college. Right. And I'm kind of rising up and rising above and, right. and attending college or getting my master's degree. Um, so. Uh, but again, you say anything, just even a different, I, I believe this. I'm different than how I was raised. You find something. Right. Um, and usually suggest some sort of life changing decision when we're talking about kind of going from inside the coffin to outside the coffin, uh, rising up. And we talked about that in our description of Sagittarius, that they should have some pretty key dates in their life when they feel like When they felt that arrow, the arrow shot it out far ahead of their path. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then think of the world card as well. I think the world card is probably the super obvious one. Yeah. Thinking of traveling and thinking of, there are certain times that you are supposed to expand and there's other times you're supposed to contract as well. Yeah. But it's seeing yourself as a, as a person in a larger sphere. Yeah, the world card can also um, invite you to like reflect on your journey. Where have uh, I come from? Where am I? Where am I now? To honor your achievements. Yeah, to to tell the story. Yeah, you know. And again, sometimes we think that's just silly, unimportant things that someone's got a story to tell. They went to Mexico, and now they're talking about their story. But but there's importance there. Yeah. Um, and then we can also just talk about the world on a large scale of large scale of travel, mm-hmm. about seeing mm-hmm. lots of different things, about being exposed to different cultures, to being very open um, in your group of your friends of. And maybe some tolerance, even though I have to be careful about that, because I know that Jupiter I can be, and we didn't stress on this side of it, but they can be very, they can go to the side of this is right and that is wrong and True. get very judgmental and very judgmental, True. right? right. <laughs> Too judgmental, <laughs> right. maybe, and, and div- divisive. It is certainly possible, but uh, absolutely, uh, we're not going to dwell on that side of it. Yeah. So as always, when we've been talking about the tarot cards, we've been talking about them from a standpoint of maybe even using them as cures for mm. the season. So oh, if yeah. um, there's been something that, well, one, if you, you're, you know, kind of over COVID and you've been thinking, I want to get overseas, oh, I want to travel, yes. we could suggest um, displaying the world in the home, on an altar, changing your screensaver to an image of the world tarot card. Get a globe. If you have a globe, just bring it out of the kids' oh, room. That's true, And put it, out, put it out somewhere where you're looking at it. That's true. Right. Um, or that judgment card, if there's been something that you've been wanting to do that maybe goes against what family has done, it goes kind of against the grain of what friends and uh, yeah, friends are doing, that you can pull that judgment card out, uh, kind of signaling a rebirth of self or... Uh, being open to learning more, experiencing I was more. Say just having... education. I mean, there's times, you know, sometimes I, I think I'd like to learn something. Then yeah. you go, okay, what do I want to learn? You right. really don't know, but sometimes you just haven't, I want to learn something new. I want to talk about something different. Yeah. Yeah, if you feel stuck. You know, and, but you don't know what is it? What what magazine should I read? What book? You know, set the intention of the world card or the, the judgment, judgment card. card. Being enlightened. Yeah. Come, let it find you. So those will be your two cards for the season. Uh, we want to wish all of our Sagittarius uh, friends and listeners a very happy birthday season. Absolutely. And and this Friday is Black Friday, so that means Can't that... Can't believe it's here, but know, it's here. That means that Mom and me are going out with our second annual <laughs> Black Friday <laughs> special. Wow. Or is it first annual? Because it's the first time we're redoing it. I don't know. No, no, second, it's annual. second annual. Okay. Second annual. Um, so if you were with us last year, you know what we're talking about. If you are new, uh, mom and me put out a dual reading package last year for Black Friday. So it was the first yeah. time that we uh, came up with it. And the idea is, is that uh, you can go onto my website, www.thekatewind.com order your Black Friday special. Mm-hmm. It'll allow you to put in your birth information. Uh, mom and me then prepare your chart and we talk essentially for 30 minutes about your chart without you there. It's just a record on our end. Um, and we talk about your natal chart. We talk about what's coming, uh, this next year. We talk about what you've been under and then we send it off to you. And you know what, if you participated last year 
you know, are you concerned? Like, oh, I've heard it all already. No, you have not heard right. it all. Right? Yeah. I mean, you can never hear it all in 30 minutes, right? Absolutely. Meaning that we, we do have to kind of pick and choose sometimes of what we're going to talk about, but it's I pretty important. much guarantee you uh, we'll take note. If it's we've done your chart before, we'll know it. We'll know that already. And then we'll, we'll go in a little different direction, give you extra nuggets of insight, right? Correct. Yep, so it'll be a 30-minute reading by Mom and Me for $99. You, That's it's, a bargain. It's such a bargain. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we do talk out about a full year, so it is a great gift for someone. Oh, you know what? Some of our best feedback we got mm-hmm. last year was from people who had been gifted. Yes. And they were, you know, blown away, unexpected type of gift to receive. Correct. Right? Uh, and we did some hey we did some pretty famous people we did along the way and we didn't even know it i know we didn't even know it until after the fact then we realized oh that person yeah absolutely (laughs) um so people that on tv you know Mm -hmm. so anyhow that was it we had some fun with it ourselves but it kind of flying blind oh absolutely yeah sometimes we're just given the first name and obviously the birth information we have no idea like where the person even lives. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, so the cart will open Friday the 26th. It will be open the 26th, 27th, 28th. We do have a, um, a guaranteed delivery before uh, Christmas Eve. Yes. Um, anyone that got it last year knows we were cranking them out so fast. We had right. about like right. no more than a 72 hour delivery, but um, on some of them. So uh, just to make sure in case we double yeah. what we did last year, we do uh, guaranteed before Christmas Eve in case you were Absolutely. looking for gifts. Absolutely. Um, so you can go on the website and book that. So we have the $99 reading, um, it's 30 minutes. We record it, we send it to you. You can go back and listen throughout the year. And then we do have an upgraded package for $125. we will come with the reading, of course, that we just explained. And then we'll come with a PDF um, that gives you bullet points for each month. of, And so you can kind of use it as almost like a calendar yeah, as you like travel through the 12 months of next year. Um, great for people who like to see something in writing um, and they are much smaller shorter energies so we don't yes. talk about them during the recording because right. they're very fleeting but it can give some great guidance uh, to use it's as a like, follow-along it, and it particularly uh, gauges your emotional your emotional responses through the years so we can see if oh there's a little more drama happening in this month you yeah. know or rewards so you're going to be happy here happier than normal uh so it's a it's very inside very personal very personal and that is really only that is totally tied to your secondary moon just as a little background that it's not something that all sagittarius are going to get the same thing no (laughs) this is very uh very personalized yeah so again the cart opens this friday um head over to my website www.thekatewin.com or you can find um, it on instagram or facebook if you already follow us there will be just a link to click from the posts so and i might add if anyone has had the reading last year drop us a line you know make a comment absolutely uh, that that you've enjoyed it or that you enjoyed giving it or that it was a great gift that you got you know a lot of you know respect or uh, respect what's the word gratitude yeah (laughs) from whoever you gave it to yeah absolutely okay i think that concludes everything for today it was definitely a longer episode yeah and we look forward a lot to talk about we did we look forward to talking to you guys next week take care thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast to keep in touch follow us on social media at the 
underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.